Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure, a podcast all about kids and how educating them positively can impact their entire life as well as society. Each week we're having conversations with guests on different themes and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view and learn in a non-judgmental way. Today we're welcoming Lynn Coage who is a lifestyle transformation coach. I love her vision on how prioritizing yourself makes a huge difference on your kid's behavior and how to be in the right mindset. The best way to support this podcast is to subscribe if you haven't already and write a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts. And you can also join us on Instagram at The Bubbling Adventure to stay up to date and have daily positive education content. But without further ado... Let's begin. Papa, papa, en faisant cette chanson. Maman, papa, maman, papa. Hi, Lynn. How are you today? Hi, Julie. I'm really good, thank you. Really good. Amazing. Uh, could you please start with introducing yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Lynn Courage and I'm a lifestyle transformation coach for mums. And I'm based in the southwest of the UK in sunny Devon. It's not too bad here today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my focus is on, on helping mums. I'm a mum myself of three boys. I've got Brent, who's 11, Regan, who's nine, and Eben, who's five. Wow. And also wife to my husband, Guy, who's a personal trainer. <laughs> well, that's good. That's amazing. And so can you please tell us a bit more about your company? Like, how, what do you do exactly? My business journey has been evolving now for just over a year in terms of my current business and leaving my old job and so on and it's been a journey of discovery for me and just feeling into what it was that I wanted to actually help my clients with and so my my title lifestyle transformation coach is very much about helping mums to get to know themselves again and to know that by putting themselves first everybody benefits because I think that's something that we as mums really, really struggle to do. The focus from day one or even before our children arrive is all about the well-being of the child, of course. And that is so, so important. But 
fast forward a few years and, and we can sort of start to lose connection with ourselves and actually that in itself can cause conflict elsewhere in our life and lifestyle, both in our own personal well-being, but also in our relationships with family members, children and so on. So the importance, I think, of this understanding is is absolutely huge. And and it's um, the heart and soul and and joy of of what I do is is making that connection and getting mums to to realise that that it is possible and that actually by by putting themselves first anything is possible and that that cycle that we can sort of get stuck into can be broken and you know I always I I talk about um dare to dream because I think it's very easy to get stuck and and just think well this is how it is and I can't I'm busy I have to work I have to look after the children I have to look after the housework I have to support my partner or husband or or whatever it may be and depending on Mm -hmm. the environment that we live in you know whether you live in a remote place or in a in in a city environment you know the pressures there can be very different as well in terms of ex- accessibility to resources and so on and and so mm-hmm. it's yeah there's a there, there's a different story for everybody but it's the impacts is is just amazing in terms of what can be achieved so that's that's what i do helping mums to get to know themselves again to rediscover their passions and actually, sort of, I, I, um, I often ask my clients right at the beginning, what makes you happy? Because mm-hmm. I always find that a really interesting question. And it, it very often, well, actually, every single time so far, I haven't been, they haven't been able to answer me directly, yes or no, um, what, what that answer is straight away. And that's just a key indicator of how disconnected we are to ourselves and the things that once brought us joy are now sort of a just a a distant memory rather than a current reality and there's no need for that but it is so common and so Mm. normal I guess because life is busy and 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 takes us off in different directions even without us realizing it so it's about sort of getting them back on track really and um and often also getting clear about what it is that they actually want because we are and I say we very generally I mean this across the board and not just mums human nature is to focus on the surface level things that we want to change you know maybe around health and well-being diet weight and things like that rather than looking at the deeper meanings to things so one of the really important things I do is to get them to connect with that deeper meaning so that they can actually get clear on what it is that they want where is this frustration in their lifestyle coming from what is it that's making it hard for them to take control of day-to-day habits Mm. manage stress levels find time for themselves and things like that and then once you can get clear on that deeper meaning then you can it's like discovering the start and the end point of your journey so that you can find out how to get from from one to the next. Um, because if you don't know who you are and what makes you happy um, and you don't know what you want, then how are you going to 
get to to those places or leave the patterns that you're in at the moment so that's it in a nutshell (laughs) (laughs) no that's very interesting and I mean yeah I totally agree with what you say Um, and speaking of journey can we just take a step back and talk about yours so what Mm. sort of like led you on that path and finding your purpose yeah I think my journey, again, has evolved over many years. I'm 40 now, and for a long time, I felt a a dissatisfaction in my life, and I couldn't kind of put my finger on what it was. Like, you know, I had a lot of the boxes ticked. I have a beautiful Mm -hmm. family, married, house, job, and, you know, all of those conventional things that we seek to fulfill yet I didn't feel fulfilled and in fact I would go as far as to say as I just didn't really know who I was I am I remember having a conversation with a good friend of mine and I said you know I just I don't know who I am I, I feel like I need to find myself and she couldn't she couldn't understand really the where I was coming from and I mm. and I it even from that point which I would say was it was after my eldest son was born and he's 11 now so I'm going to say it was around about eight years or so ago and I I knew that I wanted more but I didn't know what it was I knew that there was a frustration but I couldn't put my finger on it it was just a, a knowing that there must be more to life I guess and then we had a series of events in our personal life we lost someone of our age um, to cancer, which was a really pivotal moment in my life because it it just sort of mm-hmm. brought to the surface the fact that, you know, we only have one life, right? And, and you've got to make it as, as good as you can. So that and a, and a couple of other things all happened at a very similar time and really started to change my perspective on how I wanted to live my life and and that sort of got me on the path of investigating possibilities looking for answers you know through books and podcasts and you know all the usual things and really just looking to find out what what resonated with me and I'd always been fairly like food's always been a joy in my life, right? It's it's always been a joy in my life. And and um, I was always pretty good on that, but I definitely took my health for granted in my 20s and so on. And I, from the point that my, it was my brother-in-law who passed away from cancer and from, from the time that he became poorly, my focus really did kind of hone in on well-being and the influence that I wanted to have on my children. But there was still this sort of underlying grumble, like I was making incremental changes to my lifestyle, but just being aware, I guess, of like what was working and what, um, what was still missing for me. And, you know, a couple of years on from that, and I noticed, you know, classic situations where I would be getting the boys ready in the mornings and I was needing to get to work on time and I had to get them to their grandma's or a childminder or to school or, you know, and I mean, 
any mums listening to this will um, <laughs> resonate with the stress of the morning rush, you know, how many times do you need to say, put your shoes on, put your shoes on? <laughs> and yeah, realised my children's behaviour was not just coming from them they were reacting to my elevated stress and energy levels around needing to get out of the house which which sort of I guess aggravated in a way that their responses and 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 I just it was like a a little alarm bell went off and then I started to notice other times in our family life where you know the children might misbehave and 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 I realized that actually the energy in the house was a stressful one and not a peaceful or, or a happy one and I and I didn't want that for them so not that it was like that all the time but it was just noticing these patterns that were emerging it wasn't that my boys were naughty it was you know kids are kids and and they will will challenge you but they absorb and react to how you are in yourself and and so I recognized that that there was still improvements but just you know I I I didn't want to be that that person so I I I really then started to look at okay what do I want from my my life and my lifestyle and I recognized that the working full-time and coming home really late that was a really really big deal for me and that wasn't the the balance that I wanted to have and so I actually began on my business journey, focusing on my my passion, which is food and healthy eating. And because it upset me that I saw friends and people only through work and things just really, really struggling to either maintain a healthy, healthy diets. I don't like the word diets, but, you know, you know, healthy food choices for themselves, but also then the knock-on effect that that then had to children so I when I started in business I actually started out focusing on helping mums to integrate healthy eating into family life rather than one thing for the children one thing for the mom one thing for the dad you know depending on what tastes and choices were or which is really really common sacrificing their own needs and tastes because they wanted to make sure the children were going to eat so they would end up eating chicken nuggets and chips three times a week or something you know um, that's just a generalized example but through that work I then realized that there was more to it than just the food choices and I found a joy and a passion in looking at those other areas of the mum's life and reconnecting them with not just their you know their own food choices because I do believe that by inspiring your children through things that you love to do and for example with food that you enjoy eating you can you can get them to eat anything it's you know I do the same with my children but it it wasn't just about the food it was about other areas of their life and lifestyle it was about that stress element that I noticed in myself and how that was uh, reflected in my children's behavior and you know what also and this is a really big thing because I noticed it this is something else I noticed in myself was that my own lack of direction 
impacted my confidence and my ability to feel comfortable in certain social circles. And I really noticed that with my eldest son um, as he was progressing through school and he really struggled with self-esteem and so on. And a few years ago, and I, I remember this so clearly now because I didn't really pick up on it at the time. I had uh, my brother and, and his now wife were staying and we were having a conversation. This was before I'd set up in business and so on and mm-hmm. talking about things. And I was saying, oh, well, but I I wouldn't be able to do that because I'd, I'm just not that or I can't do that because I'm, you know, I'm not disciplined enough. I'm not organized enough or things like that. And I remember her saying to me, Lynn, you're so self-deprecating. And I was, and I didn't notice at the time the language that I was using on myself was affecting the choices that I was making until I spotted that my son was mirroring the way I spoke about myself. He did about himself. And that was like a, you know, it's one of the people often talk about, you know, that that one turning point where you go, no, this is it, not another minute, not another day. And when I realized that I'd spent so long Mm. in my own life holding myself back, and then I could see those, those signs popping up in my son's behavior. I th- I'm just, I need to stop this now. I need to take control of my life. I need to follow my dreams, work out what they are, get super clear. And because then I can inspire him to do the same and show him, not just tell him like we always do as parents, you know, we're very good at telling our kids, you can do anything you want to do, but actually when it comes to our own lives, often we don't. And so uh, we're saying one thing to our children, but our children are watching us staying stuck and frustrated and, you know, in that similar cycle. So Mm -hmm. that was uh, one of the things which is really important in my work now that I do with mums is to, through getting them reconnected with their passions, and the things that literally light them up and showing them how they can impart that onto their children and influence and inspire the people that they love through doing those things, no matter how small, right? It doesn't have to be a massive thing. It can be just the small day-to-day stuff, which can make all the difference. You know, through doing that, I've watched mums become more confident in themselves and then once you have an understanding of what's important to you and what you want you feel far better place to go out and get it whether that is to get a better job or to have a healthier lifestyle or to go traveling or to run a marathon or you know whatever it might be and 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 that's the other key thing is that we are all unique and individual beings and no one journey is the same for anyone it's it's very inspiring but yeah so how how does it work basically is it a program do you do like do you have like a certain number of sessions is it personalized I I have several different options. Standard is is one-to-one coaching because that's very bespoke. And as I say, we all have very, very different 
needs, experiences and ambitions. I designed a framework based on my own experiences, recognising what worked for me and also taking on board some of the things that I learned through my own coaching, both in my own personal coaching and through business as well. They're very, very similar journeys, actually. It's really interesting that a lot of what I teach and what I've learned from a personal development perspective is true of business development because it all comes from who you are and what you want and, you know, sharing yourself with the world, I guess. So I've created a framework that that guides people through their own journey of self-discovery. So actually... I call it Embrace, Embody, Evolve. There are three parts and each part has three separate steps just to reconnect with who you are, understanding what your beliefs are around why you do the things you do or why you don't do the things that you do. You know, what habits have kept you stuck in similar cycles again and again and how to overcome interrupt and then integrate new habits into day-to-day life and then like the embody part is is stepping into the person that you want to be actually taking action that's going to take you towards your goal and making sure that whatever you do and this is a, a really important point anybody who's listening that we miss is integrating what you do into every aspect of who you are and that includes your family dynamic and your living environment you know the social media and everything is so wonderful and I I am a big believer in being inspired but I also feel that it can knock us off course by looking at what someone else is doing and trying to carbon copy someone else's path and and invariably it leads us up the wrong path because it's not integrated into our own lifestyle and then it can feel challenging you know you can sort of feel like you're trying to force new ways of being into your life rather than letting it flow based on who you are and, and what is sustainable for you. And I think sustainability is a really, really important point. And the final part of, of my um, framework, um, which I call Evolve, is this is like looking back on everything that you've done and being aware of what has worked and what hasn't worked, making sure that you are changing your approach to keep you moving forwards and not staying stuck or going off down a path that isn't for you. And you know what, this is something else that we tend to miss is whether our goals are still the same now as what maybe they once were, Mm. you know, because everyday life throws something different at us or might educate us or inspire us in different ways. And and if we're not aware and tuned into those things, or we don't allow ourselves reflection time to notice those things, then we can be keeping on down a path and then actually find that 
our goals aren't the same as what they once were. And, and so you need to keep tweaking to stay on course and to evolve and make sure that you can continue to take control. Like one of the, the key words that comes up with the mums that I work with, like at the beginning, is that they feel out of control. Like yeah. their days of being guided through reaction to events rather than through a considered response or and and one of the one of the main reasons for this I think is that we don't give ourselves the time to notice those things and I have a my my only non-negotiable rule in 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 my coaching is that my clients give themselves time in each and every single day to stop to think to reflect to plan and that is focused time on themselves. It's intentional focused time on themselves, not about the mundane day-to-day stuff that we all have to do and get on with. So it's by the end of working with me, my clients are armed with a toolbox, if you like, so that no matter what life throws at us, and let's face it, 2020 has been a, a great example of curveballs and and, you know, oh, my gosh, so many mums I work with uh, have gone from having a maybe a full time job that is demanding in itself. But then, you know, everything kind of has its place and then they go home and then they, you know, and do that bit. And now suddenly to all of those things being under one umbrella and in the same pot and, and there aren't many people that I've worked with, I can think of only one that has gone back to an office environment and obviously now we're 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 back back to where we were so it's i think now more than ever it's so so important to learn these tools and to know that it doesn't have to be a challenge to integrate change because if you are in alignment with who you are what makes you happy what your goals are what your environment is what your commitments are um you know and everything else within your personal life then mm. it you can design it without compromise and with with ease and flow so that you can get the growth that we all need you know when we feel mm. frustrated it's generally because we're stuck and and we need to grow and evolve to feel that fulfillment. You know, even the most successful people, if they get to a point where they stop because they feel like they've reached the pinnacle of success, they will invariably get frustrated because you need to have that sense of movement always. And, and so I work one-to-one. I have actually just launched a boot camp for the new year, which is based on my framework that I use in my one-to-one work, but it also incorporates the expertise of others in fields such as exercise and diet and meditation, because one of the things that I really struggled with in my own journey at the beginning was really struggling to find something that worked for me. Like if you haven't 
exercised for a long time, if it's been ages since you've cooked anything from scratch, if you if you are literally starting from a sort of a clean slate, so to speak, but with all the, the frustrations that you're trying to leave behind, it can be really hard to know what is going to work for you. And I think it is really common for us to try something. It doesn't work, so we stop. And we just go back to what we were doing before. And or, 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 you know, for a lot of people, they don't even make that choice to begin with because it just feels overwhelming and scary. Or if you have been a person that's always said, well, I don't believe in all that spiritual stuff or I don't, um, you know, I don't like exercising. It's not for me or I'm never going to give up chocolate or <laughs> you know, these stories that we tell ourselves, oh, I'm all right, really, then you're, you might not seek that answer or seek that inspiration to see if it could be for you. And I believe that you have to make your choices resonate with the essence of who you are. But unless you try stuff, then you might not know. So I've incorporated mm. that side into the boot camp. And the other reason for the boot camp side of things is that it gives a sense of community and knowing that you're not alone. It also makes it more affordable, which does help as well. And, you know, it, it just, especially at the moment with lockdown and everything that's happened this year, it, you can feel really, really alienated in the experiences that you're having within your own four walls and within the walls of your mind as well. You know, and to know that there are others experiencing maybe not exactly the same things, but very, very similar things that can be overcome, although in a personal and bespoke way, in a similar way that is you can share experiences and, you know, feed off each other's experiences as well. I think that's really, really important. And in my own journey, I've been part of masterminds and group programs and Facebook groups, you know, and all of those things. And and I think they can be a hugely motivating environment to be in because you've all chosen to be in there for the same reason. And you've all got similar drives and similar aspirations and you've also all got similar challenges and so on. So I think, you know, that sense of accountability that you get through having a coach is magnified really through having those like-minded experiences to bounce ideas off around you as well so that's coming now I'm trying to think off the top of my head now the 25th of January I think so that starts then as well but I am always available for just a chat because I think for many of my clients, except for those in business who've had business coaching before, this is quite a new concept and I don't take that lightly. And I and so I'm always really keen to have a chat to make sure that what I do and what I offer is what they're looking for for a start and that they understand the process and 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 that it's, you know, you want you have to go into any kind of personal development with a with an open heart and an open mind, but also a sense of commitment that this is this is it and, and that you want to integrate these changes. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And I think, you know, for everything it 
comes with practice. Um, so you mentioned meditation and like the more you do, the, the better mm. you get. And sometimes I hear so many people say like, oh no, it's never going to work for me. But then if you yeah. try for 10 minutes, obviously <laughs> it's not going to work. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, it's really like a, a long term goal. And even, even meditators, that's why they still do it every day is because it's a practice yes so i i'm wondering what are the actual benefits for the kids when parents um make themselves come first do you know what one of the biggest impacts in in our busy lives by giving time for yourself and so i'll give my example of of what i call my five minute rule to just give conscious reflection time about what you want and what's happened in the day that in itself can just release the tension and the pressure that you feel in yourself between the work and the children and that feeling of being split in so many different ways where you don't feel like you are fulfilling any one job completely. You know, I think a lot of mums will, will feel that it's, it's such a, a real problem. And for the children, if they see, you hear the word, the, the um, description, good vibrations, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that sense of energy. And when you walk into a room, people might say sometimes, well, oh gosh, did you feel that negative energy in the room? Well, it's it's like that, but in close proximity, obviously that energy also comes out in impatience and distraction. And our children, if they are not getting the attention that they seek, that's when bad behavior can come in. I was listening to a, a training earlier today and they said that you know behind every bad or you know uh, perceived to be bad behavior there is a good reason and for the child that is seeking mummy's or daddy's approval and interaction and love I guess but through actually through interacting with them we're just so distracted and that negative energy that we get through stress impacts their behavior if we're not putting our personal choices first for example you know if if you're sitting on the sofa rather than going out for a run then you know it's the influence that, that those things are having on your children as to what is right and wrong as well through health, well-being, food choices. If you are imparting your values of eating well with your children and spending family time eating together, then that is providing positive direction and influence on your children so it's you know it it's largely about being the positive role model that you want to be it's about you know thinking about the legacy that you want to leave for your children because I know for sure on on my part I, I look at elements of my childhood that I remember my mum was a good cook and very clear on her values around food. She was always very clear on her values around treats and sweets and fizzy drinks and things like that. And I definitely have absorbed that myself, you know, and I'm 40 now and that that still influences me and it's still there 
in my subconscious, I guess, guiding me through the choices that I make today. And that is the that's the implication of putting yourself first and creating a life that makes you happy. You're influencing your child through your happiness rather than influencing them through the stress of being frustrated, through the stress Mm -hmm. of being torn in too many different directions. And, you know, I understand that the commitments that we have in terms of our job and children, housework, relationships, they might not change. But by putting yourself first and giving yourself that intentional reflection time by filling your day with things that light you up consciously, then you, you won't be able to help but to be that positive influence that you want to be on your children, you know? And, and that is, that's the legacy that you get to leave. And although those, that, those commitments that, that you have, they don't change, you are able to consciously prioritize what, how you want it to look rather than just reacting to each situation as it comes up. Yes. If that makes yes, sense. Yes, it does. So I guess it's about, you know, sort of like, it feels like you're sacrificing time with your kids to like be alone and think, mm-hmm. but actually it makes the time you sp- spend with them much more, it's quality time. It's yeah. like it's improving and it's better for them, for you, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And actually this is something I'd love to, to leave people with to, to have a think about as well, because... I think we often think of giving time to ourselves as therefore taking away time from other things. And that doesn't have to be the case at all. And there are different ways that you can think about it. In the case of just that five minutes of reflection time, for me personally, I do that at night time and first thing in the morning. So I make sure that I have time to myself before I go to sleep to sit in silence, to reflect, to think, maybe to write some notes down if anything comes up for me. And then I set my alarm early and actually my mornings are my favorite part of my day because it's peaceful and comfy. I make sure I've got my coffee set the night before so I don't need to do that in the morning, you know, and it's, I'm not, by doing that, that I am not taking time away from anybody else this is time that I am carving out for myself that is not you know impacting on on anybody but the benefits impact everybody in a positive way and then when it comes to things like exercise or or you know just taking time for yourself in the day um, a lot of my clients like to try and especially at the moment, not being able to do a great deal outside of the houses, um, find time to do yoga in the house and things like that. Couch to 5K is another really popular one with my clients. Like there are so many tools at our fingertips at the moment. It's incredible. And one of the things that I get my clients to do like right in the early, in the early weeks is to map out the things that they automate delegate or eliminate okay so these are the things that we fill our day with that may be helpful that may be pushing us towards our goals or that may be holding us back or that may be literally just a complete waste of time and just need to get rid of them but sometimes we don't give ourselves the time to 
to be aware of what those things are like scrolling through social media is a really really popular one or sitting down and, and watching things on the telly which I have no issue with I do that myself but there are choices that we can make if we give ourselves the opportunity to where we can go well what is going to help me out more in this situation is it going to be sitting down every night at the same time the minute the children have gone to bed and grabbing the snacks and sitting on the sofa and watching something that is available at any time of night or day these days i hasten to add it's not like the old days where it's only on at seven or eight o'clock at night you know we have complete flexibility over our choices and you then have the a, a twofold ability. One is to interrupt those patterns that some of those more negative habits like snacking and things like that are associated with. But also you have the opportunity then to go, well, I can watch that at any time I like. I don't need to do it every night at the same time. And actually maybe what I need to do is rather than think, how am I going to fit in 20 minutes or half an hour of exercise? in the day without it impacting on something else well actually this is a choice that i'm making to improve my lifestyle and well-being by coming downstairs from putting the kids to bed and going out for a walk there and then for example or on a lunch break is integrating time you know you can we're not looking to add more to the day and making it more stressful we're looking to feel into what you want, feel into the kind of things that you enjoy, look at the time that you do have and how you can make it work for you and not be guided too much by all the helpful information out there that tells you that you should have an hour-long morning routine or that tells you that you should be running 5k in one go or that tells you that you should do an hour's worth of yoga every day or you know there are we may well get there at some point if we want to mm -hmm. but I think often we try to run before we walk and actually I had a coach a little while ago who who I remember saying to God you know I can't wait to hit the ground running and get get going with this and she went how about hitting the ground walking Lynn and that always stuck with me because it's so true we want results straight away and we think the way to do that is to try and do everything in one go and of course that then becomes unsustainable one because it's hard work two because we don't have the time to suddenly take an hour or more out of our day when we've never done it before and you know three because quite often we're choosing to do stuff that we don't enjoy doing <laughs> <laughs> find the stuff that you do enjoy doing you don't have to just do something because your friend does it or your neighbor does it or somebody on instagram does it you know so there is a very bespoke path for everyone and i would say the best place to start is by taking that intentional time because that's the time that you can take to think about the things that are working for you and the things that aren't but don't try and shoehorn it into a time of the day that is busy because it needs to be a quiet time without distraction without screens without husbands partners children preferably somewhere quiet somewhere that feels nice that's why I have my intentional time 
at bedtime because I'm warm, I'm comfy, it's a dim light, you know, I've got my peace and quiet. But for people who've got small children who might have more challenging work roles that, that mean that they're working at different times, then things like taking time in the bath or the shower just to focus on you, like focus on what you want, focus on what's working and what's not working in your life so that you can really start to Mm -hmm. tune into an awareness. You can also go out for a walk is great because then you have no distractions at all. So, you know, if you've got a dog, that's even an even better excuse. But I think the the where we normally go wrong is that we just think of the mundane stuff like what jobs have I got to do when I get back to the house or what's my plan for today like you know what jobs have I got to do for work what have the children got on at school rather than giving intentional time to what's going to make your life and your lifestyle better Hmm. so if there's one thing I'd like to leave with anybody listening if if they want to improve their day and this would work for anybody my clients are largely mums But, you know, anybody listening who has a frustration, a dissatisfaction, they want more from life in whatever way that looks like for them is take time for yourself and just make it intentional thinking time and make it a time that that is that feels easy because then you can grow from there like my five minutes is an hour in the mornings now unless one of the boys wakes up early you know because it's a process of growth but Mm. don't try to do too much too quickly yeah no it really makes sense it's very interesting yeah so small changes that grow over time so that you don't burn yourself and just give up and also yeah, sort of like integrating things in your life rather than taking them off unless you really realize that it's not good for you or you don't want to be that person. And also probably just yeah. multitasking because yeah. if you really, really want to see your show, yeah, probably you can multitask, you know, like do another task while doing while watching or... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like yeah. for example, one thing that I like to do is listen to podcasts when I have to clean the house because... It's oh, not something that absolutely. I, you know, like super enjoy doing, but then like it just goes faster. Yeah, absolutely. And um, audible books, podcasts are mm-hmm. such wonderful, useful tools. Like I, I, <laughs> I drive my husband bonkers because I like having it out loud rather than in my earphones. But of course, you can have earphones as well. But you know, while you're doing things like housework and stuff, it's a fab time to inspire your mind with the possibilities that are out there so you might choose something that is of a subject that's of particular interest to you but if you are looking to make improvements in your life and you want to make a start now like there are some amazing books out there by some really interesting people James Clear is one that pops to mind Atomic Habits his book is and that's about it's a process that I I use in my coaching as well actually because it's something that really worked for me is stacking small habits one on top of the other rather than trying to do everything in one go is find an existing positive habit that then you can attach another one to and another one to. So there are books like that that are so, so super useful. If your focus is on improving your career or your business, like there are books about that. And very often they're very, very intertwined with with lifestyle as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, the audible books and podcasts, they were a lifeline for me before and I still use them now just because I enjoy 
listening and growing and learning all the time you know I think that's a journey that we should all be on and I don't think we ever get to the end of really you know I think it's no. <laughs> important to keep growing keep moving keep learning and um, and allow yourself the time and grace to do that as well mm. yeah amazing it doesn't need to be difficult to find time for yourself and and just to really start to reconnect with who you are as the starting point of, of any journey. And once you've got that, then you will get a better idea of what it is you want and what that's going to mean to you. And that's sort of the blueprint, if you like, of creating change. Having a start and an end point is a good start and then you know and then just being aware along your journey of of what comes up and and any uh tweaks and changes that you need to make along the way but anything is possible and Mm -hmm. I think just by giving uh, ourselves time we can we can do that and and of course if anybody needs help and support then I am available and I you know uh, and I mean that from a perspective of messaging or or just hopping on a quick call just to get a deeper understanding of of what this journey could look like for you if you've never tried anything before or if you feel like you've tried everything to make your lifestyle better and nothing has worked, hop on a call and and just see see what the possibilities are are for you. So for people listening, we will put Lynn's links in the description box so you can have a look and go and like follow her and her journey on social media fabulous amazing well thank you so much for joining us today and giving us all this wonderful advice oh it's a pleasure it's a pleasure i love it (laughs) thank you so much thank you bye thank you so much for listening feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me. See you soon with the next episode. And in the meantime, have a lovely day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.